Many of us have a morning ritual. I won't ask you for the details of yours. But often it means checking the news, scanning the front page of the newspaper, checking the early morning newscast on our TV or iPhone or iPad to see what happened while we were sleeping. First, we want to see what's new. And then, with as much hope as we can muster at that hour of the day, we want to know if there might have been any good news. An interesting thing happened last night. The evangelist Luke announced that Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified, had risen from the dead. I know that because I read it in this book, in this place. And before the evening was over, the church had gathered here and everyone said, yes, that's what happened. And we believe. The good news of Easter Sunday morning was announced last night at the Easter Vigil. We couldn't wait until this morning. The good news was proclaimed, shouted out in the Easter Alleluias, the Alleluias that had been silent for 40 days. It, would, it was good news from God, good news about Jesus Christ, and that means it's good news for us, the people of God, the body of Christ. If that's not the good news that you wanted to hear this morning, then you are definitely in the wrong place. But first, last night, there was good news about creation. God created from chaos a universe with fish in the sea and birds in the air and creatures upon the land. And then God created human beings in the very image of God's self. And God said, it's all very good. And I believe that this creator God, who brought beauty and possibility out of cosmic chaos, does the same for all of us in the Easter mystery. Even if chaos sometimes marks our relationships, our comings and our goings, and might even describe the times that we live in, the good news of this Easter cannot be contained even in a tomb. And there was more good news. Just as God provided for the chosen people, the descendants of Sarah and Abraham, this God provides today for us still. Holy women and holy men like us, who make great sacrifices for our families, who stand before injustice and neglect that can sometimes describe our cities and our nations. Even overnight, the terrible news of the church bombings in Sri Lanka. 
But lots of people need to hear good news, that there is a way when there seems to be no way. And this good news started when Mary of Magdala and Peter and John made the astonishing discovery that the tomb was empty. In that moment, in that moment, there was the disturbing possibility that things would never be the same again. But throughout Jesus' life, every time he came upon darkness and brokenness, he rolled away the stone and gave people back to a fullness of life. The stone of blindness, of sin, of being ostracized, of being wounded by prejudice and powerlessness, the burden of grief, and the broken dream. Jesus released them and gave them a remarkable new life. My friends, the risen Lord continues to do that for us and through us. And maybe, maybe that's the best news of this Easter, that the risen Christ continues to do, thus, to do this through us. And there's more good news. This God, like an unbalanced lover who doesn't know when or how to stop being in love. Indeed, this God who invites us to this Eucharistic feast, says to us, says to us, come, come all who are hungry and who are thirsty, come, come to the fullness of this feast. Wouldn't it be incredible news if everyone could know the joy and the abundance of such love. Today we announce that this Jesus, the risen one, is among the living. The messengers at the tomb said to those who came running, the women and the disciples, said, he is not here. The living one has risen. The living one, a new name was given to the Christ at that moment. The message of the strangers who in Luke's gospel said this, why are you looking here? He is among the living. He lives in all of those who are newly baptized this Easter, in all of those who seek to heal our nations, in all of those who are still waiting for truth and welcome and hope and freedom in all of those who mourn, and surely in all of those who suffer, in those who search, in those who are gathered at our borders, in those who assemble here, and yes, also in those who are not able to be here. But this good news, this good news is more than just a moment. It's more than just a text. Mary ran to tell Peter and John. And later in the day, the two disciples on the road to Emmaus ran back to tell others. And the eleven in the upper room 
were so anxious to tell Thomas. Everyone, it seems, has to tell someone when there is good news. You have to tell someone. Bad news, we kind of, well, you know, something's going on again. But good news gets out. It just has to get out. Last night, in my reflections, I told a little story. And so for those of you who weren't with us last night, here it is again. It's a story that happened in 2012 during the Bishop's Synod on Evangelization. The Pope called the Synod of World Bishops to Rome for this Synod to talk about how to evangelize. And so this Bishop from India stood up in the midst of the others, turned to his brother bishops and said, let me tell you a story about what it means to evangelize. He said there was a young Hindu student who used to hang around the Christian school in the village where they were. And he was always asking the teachers, and particularly one of the priests, he kept asking him all kinds of questions about the Christian faith. Every chance he got, he, got, he, would, he would approach someone and would ask questions. And so finally, this particular priest said to him one day, maybe getting you know, tired of answering all his questions, said to him, okay, here, here's the gospel. Read it. Take it home. Read the gospel. And so the young man did. And several days later, the priest looked up, and there was the young man, the young student, standing in front of him. And he held up the gospel pages, and he said, it says here that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And the priest said, yes. He rose from the dead. He's risen. The priest said, yes. Why didn't you tell me? Everyone should tell someone when they have good news to share. And sometimes the news changes our thinking. Sometimes it changes our attitude. Sometimes it changes the pattern of our daily agenda. But the good news of Easter simply, profoundly changes our life. And that, dear saints of God, is the good news for this morning.